Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Friday, October 28th. With 11 days to go, Democrats are putting some of their star power on the campaign trail in key battleground states, and Republican Congresswoman Liz Cheney makes a surprising move. Joe Biden's love for the state of Pennsylvania clearly knows no bounds. When President Biden heads to Pennsylvania today, he is going to be making his 19th trip to the Commonwealth as president of the United States. And today, he does so in rare fashion. He's going to be joined by his vice president, Kamala Harris. The two of them rarely appear on the campaign trail together, but they are trying to give a boost to the Democratic candidate running for Senate, running for the House, and the governorship is up in Pennsylvania as well. They're going to be speaking at an evening fundraising event where the party is expected to raise a million dollars. Biden is going to be on that closing message that you've heard out of the White House the last several days. It is on the economy and it is on the contrast with Republicans. We've noted quite a bit that Biden, you know, his numbers are upside down. And so when you're an unpopular president, you're not invited to go everywhere or you are a little concerned that if you went to every battleground district and state, uh, you could do more harm than good to the candidate you're trying to support. But this one battleground state, Pennsylvania, seems to be the one that Biden and the Democratic candidates in that state, John Fetterman, who's running for Senate, Josh Shapiro running for governor, have made the calculation that he doesn't do more harm than good for them, that it is worth whatever unpopularity he may bring or baggage he may bring with those numbers. It's still worth it uh, in Pennsylvania to have Biden there by their side. And we got some really rare insight into the Democratic thinking about the political landscape. We witnessed on the tarmac Chuck Schumer, the Senate Majority Leader, who is heavily involved in all the strategy around the Senate Democratic efforts to maintain the majority for him to keep his job as majority leader. And what Schumer told Biden picked up on a hot mic on the tarmac for all to hear was that he thought the Georgia Senate race with Reverend Raphael Warnock, Democratic incumbent against Herschel Walker, the Republican challenger, that that is, quote, going downhill and that Democrats are, quote, in danger in that seat. He added, quote, it's hard to believe that they will go for Herschel Walker, noting early turnout in Georgia was, quote, huge. But two other critical states, Pennsylvania and Nevada, Chuck Schumer had some more positive things to say. He told Biden that he remains optimistic about the Pennsylvania Senate race after that very shaky debate performance that John Fetterman gave earlier this week as he continues to recover from his stroke, he told the president that he didn't think the debate hurt them too badly in Pennsylvania. And he said that Catherine Cortez Masto, the Democratic incumbent senator in Nevada, one of the most vulnerable Democratic senators in the nation, was, quote, picking up steam in her race. Now, remember, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Nevada. The party that wins two out of three of those is very likely to be the party that controls power in the United States Senate. So if Schumer's 
state of mind is that things are going downhill in Georgia. It's time to call in reinforcements. And that is precisely what Democrats are doing today with Barack Obama, the former president and perhaps one of the most popular figures inside the Democratic Party, to get him kicking off his very public midterm campaign trail appearances. So he's going to visit five states in the coming days. He hits Georgia tonight. He's in Michigan and Wisconsin over the weekend. And then next week, he hits Nevada. And Obama's going to join forces with Biden, get the old act together again, if you will, for, of course, Pennsylvania campaign stops. So in addition to these public appearances, Obama has cut a slew of campaign ads for Democrats in these tough battleground states. Here's an example of Obama appearing in a Democratic campaign ad in Pennsylvania. In Pennsylvania, you've got some important choices to make this year. So when the fate of our democracy and a woman's right to choose are on the line, vote Democrat on November 8th. Obama's main mission on the trail is to really turbocharge, supercharge Democratic base turnout which is so critical in any election, obviously, but in a midterm year, that becomes all the more important given the drop-off of voters between a presidential year and a midterm year. On the Republican side, you're going to see Donald Trump hitting the campaign trail in places like Iowa and Ohio and Florida in the days ahead. So they're going to have super surrogate on the trail on the Republican side to help turbocharge their base turnout. As for the state of play in the battle for control of the House of Representatives, here's John King earlier today on CNN's Inside Politics. We work with Inside Elections, our partner, on these competitive seats. There are 78 competitive House races across the country, 53 held by Democrats now, 22 held by Republicans, three new seats created because of the post-census redistricting. You see some out on the West Coast, yes, those are the ones that could take days to count the final votes there. But we will get early clues on election night if you look at these races in the East. There are three competitive House races in the state of Virginia, for example. Democratic incumbents on the ballot. The polls close early in the East. You move up to Pennsylvania. Three Democratic incumbents again on their heels a little bit in this tough midterm their year. Pull out and look further. A seat in Maine. Two seats in New Hampshire. One in Rhode Island. And in New Jersey, another key race. You heard John talk about that critical New Jersey congressional race, the 7th Congressional District, where incumbent Democrat Tom Malinowski won by a very tight margin in 2020, and redistricting did not make this district friendlier. It made it a little tougher for Malinowski. My colleague Manu Raju just spent some time there and caught up with Malinowski. I don't think the Democrats can hold on to the House without this district. I think this is a bellwether for the country. It's not just a contest between myself and um, my opponent who nobody sees. It's about the direction that the country needs to head in for the next Two years. Now, right now, remember, Republicans are just five seats away from the 218 they would need to be the majority party in the House of Representatives. So it is a very, very narrow margin that Democrats currently hold. And districts like this that were the majority makers for Democrats in 2018, when they won 40 seats and took over control of the House, these are exactly the districts now, given this political environment, where Republicans are hunting to get those seats back and get themselves back into the majority. One final note before we go, just a perfect example of how upside down our politics are these days. Liz Cheney, conservative Republican, 
has announced her endorsement of a Democratic member of Congress, Alyssa Slotkin from Michigan, who's in a tough re-election battle in a battleground district. And not only is she just announcing her endorsement for her, she's going to be in Michigan to campaign with her on Tuesday. Liz Cheney, who herself has admitted on her cross-country tour when she uh, talks to groups that she would never have considered herself ever as somebody who might vote for a Democrat. But she said her work in the post-January 6th world on the House committee has just changed her perspective on this. And Arizona is a place where her super PAC has gone up with an ad where Cheney is making the appeal to Republicans to not support their party's ticket because it is full of election deniers. I don't know that I have ever voted for a Democrat, but if I lived in Arizona, I absolutely would. You have a candidate for governor, Carrie Lake. You have a candidate for secretary of state, Mark Fincham, both of whom have said that they will only honor the results of an election if they agree with it. And if you care about the survival of our republic, we cannot give people power who will not honor elections. We must have elected officials who honor that responsibility. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. CNN Political Briefing is a product of CNN Audio. Abby Swanson is our executive producer. Greg Peppers is our supervising producer. Fez Jamil is our senior producer. Our episodes are produced by Krista Bowe and Anna Sterla. We'll be back Monday. <laughs> 